What's up, man? Yo, Brandon. What's up, dude? <laughs> dude, what the fuck is going on, man? Holy shit, man. We just got done blasting a uh, fucking Scorpio, man. Killer track, um, dude. Yeah, dude. Eight and a half minutes of, uh, well, we try to make it pure badassery, so. It is, man. Eight, eight fucking minutes of total fucking shred thrash metal fucking mania, dude. What the fuck, man? How do you fucking play that fucking fast, dude? I don't. It's, I, it, it's honestly, I think it's just something you either got it or you don't. I mean, you can practice it all you want to, but um, you know, uh, I wish Doc and Dwayne were with me. They'd tell you all about it. But man, we we just we practice our asses off for sure. Well, you guys got it, man. Fuck, man, you fucking tearing it up, dude. I can't wait to see you guys live at the fest, man. It's gonna be insane. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited to play it. That's for sure. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, uh, so tell everybody, man. Give us, uh, give us all a little brief history on the band. Tell us, uh, you know, like how, how did you get started and how long you been doing this, man. So personally, I've actually, so I, I had the intention to start this band probably a good five or six years ago at this point. Um, and honestly, it took a good four years to find, you know, and we don't, we don't have a, a live bass player yet. I do the bass tracks, but just the two guys I have with me now, man, this lineup, it's taken four, about four, probably four years to find. Um, but dude, we've been playing live now for about two years and we're getting a lot of traction and I'm having a blast doing it, man. It's, it's like, it's all paying off. So, and, and this is just the beginning, man. It's like, I think about it, it's like five or six years, man, have gone by, but dude, I, it's, it's, it's definitely worth it. And it just feels like we're just starting out still. And, but man, it's, uh, I just love the support we're getting for it too, as well. Hell yeah, man. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's fucking well-deserved, man. Cause you guys are fucking kicking ass and taking fucking names, dude. Yep, man. It's, uh, <laughs> It's go big or go home with us, dude. Uh, that's that's for sure. Like when we hit the stage, dude. If if at the end of it we don't feel like we're gonna pass out, then we didn't do it right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I can tell that from looking at your fucking uh, at, at, your, at your live videos, man. Because you know, I was gonna tell you, like you know, when uh, when me and Raven are looking at all the fucking submissions that are coming through, man, we look at thousands, dude. Fucking, it's it's ridiculous. But it's always like one of the biggest fucking factors in the whole thing, man. It's like, well, let's see what the band looks like when they're on stage somewhere playing live. And when we were watching uh, some videos of you guys, man, that are on YouTube, you're just fucking going nuts, man. Fucking head banging, <laughs> jumping around, just thrashing, man, just going nuts the whole time, you know, just full fucking bore, dude. And like, not, no stops. And I'm well, like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, man, that that's what I'm talking about right there, man. Well, what you're seeing, dude, is like I said, it took a very long time, but that's just how much it means to me and the rest of the guys, too, dude, is is we've worked this hard for it. You know, it, we'll be damned if we don't give it our all on stage, you know, so. Yeah, but. because that that's really where it counts, right? Yeah, man. Well, that's the thing is, is I tell people like we can stand up there and play the songs, but dude, people want to see a show. Like if they want to just hear the songs, they can listen to our Spotify account. When they see us, dude, I want to make sure that we give them something they don't forget. Like I want them to be like, okay, those guys, uh, yeah, they're doing something. Like I just want people to feel that. Hell yeah. Well, uh, uh, it, tell us about like some of your influences, man. Like what what kind of um, what bands you know are. Who 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 was what were some of the bands that really got you into doing what you do and 
brought you to where you are now, man? So, um, just because I told the guys, I'd, I'd, uh, you know, answer some of the questions for them as well. I I'll start with the drummer, Dwayne. He, uh, he likes Pantera. Um, he's real big into like death metal, like fast death metal. I mean, he has the feet, man. Of I, I mean, he can go so fast. Like, and, and it's not just the speed, but it's how long he can do it for. That's that's a big thing. That's why I love playing with him. Is is his duration? He just doesn't quit. You look back at him, he's sweating, sweating like crazy, dude. But he just keeps going. I was like, all right, man, you're in, you know. Um, but he, yeah, like a lot some Pantera death metal for him. Um, heck, he he, he brings up. I told him I'd bring it up in the interview, but he's a big Tupac fan. He just wants me to bring up Tupac every time I'm like, I'm bring up Tupac. I'm like <laughs> yeah. all right, dude. Hell I'll yeah. do that. Um, and then we got Doc. He's now I love Doc because he's an 80s thrash head like me. Like, and so that's why we have that chemistry on guitar. You know, he likes Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax, uh, Exodus. I know he likes a lot of um, just all the old school 80s thrash bands. Um, and, and same here with me, dude, is I'm. My big thing, I, I'll, I'll say this. I picked up a guitar because of ACDC, but Megadeth made me want to start a band. Let's put it like that. So you can, you can thank uh, Megadeth for um, putting in my mind the reason to start a band. I can definitely see that, man. I can definitely see that. You know, that's, that's funny. Like That's one of the things that I told Raven, too. I was like, you know what? That dude kind of reminds me of a young fucking Dave Mustaine, man. No shit. <laughs> now, I, I want to say right off the bat, man, there will never be another Dave Mustaine. And the last thing I want to do is seem like a copycat well, of somebody. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, I only bring that up because so many people say I look like somewhat like Dave Mustaine and I, and I sound like him a little bit. And my guitar playing is there. And, dude, I'm, I'm, I, I love it. I love when people say that. Like, because, that, you know, that's like. You know, I've never met him personally, so but his playing and you know the band he started like he really inspired me to do this. So, um, but I tell people every time like uh, someday though I'll have my own signature sound, and when you hear me, like you'll know it's me. You'll know it's Crazy Mad Ride. You know, right off the bat. Hell yeah, that's kind of what we're doing, finding our signature sound right now. Fuck yeah, man. Well, well, speaking of that, I did want to ask you like. Do you guys play any cover songs, man? Do you do you cover any of those bands that that you that you're influenced by? Yeah, so um, we're going to we're go we just we love we love our originals, um, man. We just try to stick our originals um, uh, anywhere we can. So like, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get to the point where like we have an hour show or hour plus show. Um, we'll throw some Metallica in there. We're working on we'll we'll put in some Megadeths at some point in there. Um, but right now, man, any chance we get with rehearsals and stuff, we are building, writing songs and working on the songs that are written to perfect them for this upcoming record. Um, the EP we actually already have set to release with the label we're working with, but you know, they're making sure the art for the album and everything, they're making sure that when it releases, it's an explosion, you know, like we don't want to not take our time with that and it not be the best it can be so they're just taking their time we're taking our time and while they're doing that we're continuing to build the the album fuck yeah man what what songs by those bands do you guys cover uh so i know we can do metallica seek and destroy oh shit um so and the megadeth songs we don't have down yet we're actually still for the covers man we're still uh talking like which ones we want to do because here's the thing man there's so many megadeth songs that are just so good like 
we you know we might do holy wars or we might do symphony of destruction or you know and those are two very different songs very different grooves it's just um we'll we'll learn those at some point down the road man definitely we'll um we'll definitely learn something but i know the drummer he likes pantera uh the song Hell domination yeah. so we'll probably yeah. learn that one i think i think that one i'm not gonna lie that one is you know it's just groovy it has one of the best breakdowns in metal history man man it, fuck yeah dude man I, it, it, if you guys played that at the fest dude people would fucking lose their shit man i'm not i'm not telling you what to do or anything but i'm just saying man fucking yeah, I know, man, and I would, dude. I would, um, but at the fest we have uh, what is it? Thirty minutes, right? To play? Is it thirty minutes? I don't know. You'd have to. Ask. Raven knows I, all that shit, man. I think it was thirty minutes. Well, so just the time. I rem- I I know. I know this. The time that was said that we were given. We're just gonna play our full EP. That's 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 the plan. Because the plan is to have the EP out before that. So. For all we know, you know, there's no set date yet for the EP, but for all we know, it might be like an EP release party for us, you know? <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome, man. Hell yeah, dude. And you guys just signed a record deal, too, man. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so we signed uh, to a uh, record label called Slip Trick Records. Um, I actually know of one other local band that we know of, we played a, a show with um, that has signed to them too. And I actually approached them. I'm like, Hey, are these guys legit and all that? And, and they are They, you know, we're talking that they, they respond back there. There hasn't been any red flags or anything. So, um, you know, we're really, we're really uh, excited. Like we, we got the contract all revised and everything and signed. And um, yeah, like I said, they're just doing the album artwork right now uh, and just getting this EP ready and then they're gonna they're gonna distribute it for us. Fuck yeah, man! That's badass. So it, it will it will definitely be a fucking party for sure, man. Oh, dude, it's, it is, man. I, and one one of the bands I'm I'm really glad that you guys picked up was Tombstone Blue, dude. Those hell guys yeah. are fucking and and one hell of a hang too. So you, you guys know them? Yeah, yeah. We played a show with them uh, in Atlanta <laughs> at some point. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we played before and and. They're really cool guys, so I'm I'm glad you guys picked them up. I'm glad we get to play another show with them. That is so cool, man. I love I love it when whenever that kind of shit happens too, man, because it just makes it even that more that more cooler, you know, like Oh yeah, you you guys have a great system of choosing bands, dude, because uh, you know, these bands that you guys have, they're they're not they're not rinky dink bands, dude. They're not. It's it's um, you know, I see uh, you know, I'm pretty avid about you know following metal pages like big metal pages on facebook and all that and any like digital flyers i see for shows you know and i'm not talking they're not small text but a lot of the names that are on the festival that you guys have going on they're the big names on these digital flyers so i'm like okay so they got they got the big name guys coming to the festival yeah hell yeah man yeah 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 casket robbery man they just fucking played at uh milwaukee fucking metal fest dude they've been tearing it up and uh oh, summoner circle man fucking going crazy fucking uh it, you, as a matter of fact i was just today i was at walgreens getting something for raven and the lady at the register saw my shirt because i was wearing the tennessee metal devastation music uh fest shirt from last year and she was like is that all death metal and i was like no no it's all kinds of fucking uh genres but there is you know there's there's a bunch of death metal there too and she's like, well, I'm a good friends with somebody that played there last year. And they went on to play Europe, and they've been breaking big and everything. I started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> fucking summon a circle, man. 
What the fuck? Yeah. Dude? But that that's that, that was it tripped me out like that I walked into a, just random fucking Walgreens and like that even happened, you know, like what the fuck, man? Like cuz I'm I'm still I still think about it as as if it's not even that big, but actually it, I think it's a lot bigger than than what I think it is, you know. Uh, uh, the the metal fest, yeah, all of it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you you guys got something big going on, probably the biggest on the East Coast, definitely. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, in compared to Rockville and all that, I mean, it's 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 anyway with social media presence. That is, man. I mean, you guys got this social media presence, like you know, if I even if I wasn't following the page, I'd still see it because of the bands that I follow. You know, so it's it's making its way across the the uh metal radar if you know what i mean fuck yeah man hell yeah dude hell yeah well uh tell us like uh as far as some of your songs man what are uh can you give us an idea of like uh your your lyrical concepts and themes and stuff like that man like what's some of the stories behind these songs man oh that is uh scorpio we'll go with that one for for starters Oh boy, <laughs> um, man, that one, that one. I mean, it wasn't like directed towards anybody in in general. And honestly, I just toward, chose the name Scorpio because I I thought it sounded cool um, <laughs> to to do that. Um, but like, yeah, Scorpio is is you know, it's just. You know, it's like you got your heart broken and, and you know, it's it's it, that's the angry song of the group. You know, that was meant to be like the angry song that if, if you're angry that day, you turn that song on. Hey, you can relate to this. You know, that's all it is. It's not that we're mad at the world or anything. It's like just to give something that's relatable to, to people that they can listen to those lyrics and be like. And then once the song's done, that can be a release for them, you know? Hell yeah. So, so that's the purpose of that one. And then um, Deceiver deceiver man is is like right off the bat blackened ways like it's basically about um wolves and sheep's clothing which you know like like the business suits that you know are, are corrupt um not all are but you know it's just all the the media and all the the higher ups out there and everything yeah. all these people that you know and especially in, as and with politics dude is i I'm, I'm a firm believer in government but man i am not a fan of, of politics let's just say that so <laughs> me either um, man so but um let's see what's the next one one of one of the ones on the ep is also called bayou bounty um that one i was basically i'm a big clint eastwood fan so i was like look we need a western themed metal song and so whenever that comes out, you guys will know what I mean. We got some slide guitar in there and oh, hell yeah, dude. And like the, the, one of the, the first set of lyrics is gun slinging West down and Southbound, which is basically talking about down out West and, and just the cowboy era. It's just the whole thing's like a cowboy feel like an outlaw. It's basically about an outlaw on the run, you know, um, nobody really knows why he's he's breaking the law but he has a story and um you know but everybody knows his name now so uh yeah once the song releases it'll all make more sense but that one i'm really excited about because it's different dude it has like i said it was inspired because i'm a big clint eastwood fan so i just wanted something that has uh like a cowboy outlaw kind of yeah, era yeah. feel to it. yeah hey man clint eastwood dude that's all you had to say man fucking that's yeah. <laughs> <Hell> yeah, <dude. laughs> Josie wales or something yeah man 
Um, I like that shit too, man. So, and then let's see, what's the, what's the, actually the very first song on the record is, is Lunacy. Now, Lunacy, um, there's a racing team and I'm just giving them a shout out because, uh, they're just awesome people. And, uh, this, it's going to be an awesome music video that they actually agreed to come out to. Um, it's a place in Georgia called, uh, Georgia Off-Road Adventures. Um, and so I don't know if anybody knows what like a uh, Polaris Razor is or a Can-Am, like the, the big side-by-side things. I have a racing history with those, and I used to do videography for like off-road racers and stuff like that. No shit. Uh, so I had a connection with a racing team, and I and so we that we 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 found a day that well while we're out testing and 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 you know and they have sponsors and stuff, so they were out there for a, a sponsor ride. And they also made time to do a music video with with the band. Um, so Lunacy, because the name of the racing team is Lunatic Racing. Lunacy is basically a, a, a song about racing. It's like you know, pedal to the metal, don't give up. It's 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 uh, one of those metal songs that are uplifting. Like it's 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 um, real high octane. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll just have to hear it, man. When it comes out, it's it's something to listen to. It's different too. It's different. I make sure every single song we write has its own unique factor to it. That's cool as fuck, man. Hell yeah, I can't wait to hear that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 eager to see the reaction it gets because, man, that that's what I'm I'm like. I don't want to release anything that I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, like this has been done before. Like I'm I'm trying to release stuff that is so unique. People will be like, okay, this is really different, you know. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Well, you know what? Everything that I've heard from you guys so far, it definitely is like its own thing. Like, you know, like I don't know I know I was saying that you remind me of of some of those bands, but like it's definitely got its own fucking sound. It's got its own feel and that's really cool, man. That's that's something that's really hard I think it's really, really hard to do in this day and age, you know, like I mean there's so much stuff out there and there's you know I mean, fuck, man. Metal's been around yeah. for a long time, you know. Like, it's- yeah, and, and we've accepted that, man. We've accepted that, you know. There's, co- you know, competition. I guess you could call it, but that—that's the thing is, I don't see this as as uh, we're going to get up against competition. You know, like I said, I have a racing background, but when it comes to the art of the music, that's mm-hmm. all I care about, dude. It's like this. Well, we're doing this because we like it. You yeah. know, this is what we are. This is what we like. And so what I do is like, I love the 80s stuff, the other guitarists, everybody, we all love the 80s stuff. So it's, it's, we have that, the way I put it is we have the 80s tone with original songs, basically. Hell yeah. Well, speaking of tone, man, you know, I got a lot of gear fucking nerds that are fucking listening to the show. They want to know like what kind of stuff you're using. And I know I've seen uh, you talking about that orange fucking uh, super crush, man. Can you tell us, tell us, give us a rundown of, of your rigs? Like, like, what are you guys using, man, to get these sounds? So, all right, I know, so I'm going to start off like this. Um, since we don't have a bass player live, the other guitarist, he has more of, like, the bassy tone and more heavy on the bass and the mids, and then I'm more the treble side, so that way it kind of sounds fuller but still defined, and it kind of makes up for that lack of a, a deep end there, which I say that, but the way we write, I mean, don't get me wrong, a bass player live, we will be getting there at some point, but still, these are very guitar-based um, 
songs when we write. So the so it still sounds incredible. Um, let me see here. How do I want to put this? Like I said, he's like the 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 deep bass tone with his guitar, and then I'm the treble side. So I know he plays with a Marshall. I don't know the exact. It might be an MG series, which those get a lot of mixed reviews. But personally, he's making it sound good. So and plus, it's a solid state. And I love tube amps, but reliability-wise, solid state is the way to go if you want to make sure things are going to work. Um, and that's kind of why when I got that orange Super Crush, that is, for me, that is the closest thing to a tube amp for a solid state sound amp that can give a tube sound. Like, that's the closest I've ever gotten, and I loved it. But not only that, like, because I run a Boss, uh, it's a called a st2 power stack um just recently got one of those and fell in love with it i run that into the uh input of the orange super crush and i leave the orange super crush on clean because there's parts you know where we have to switch to clean on a dime um and it's actually the clean channel of the orange amp that sold me because with the reverb and just how smooth it is it, you know it's it's balanced well the sounds are the eq's balanced well and i just fell in love with it right off the bat and it was only like 500 dollars, and i was like okay you know i can't beat this sound for this price so i got it um and it's been good to me ever since hell yeah man that's really cool that you say all that you know because there's a lot of people out there that that are listening you know and there's a lot of young people that are that are trying to get into playing and stuff and not everybody can afford the fucking, you know, the big monster tube amps and stuff, but, like, a lot of the solid-state stuff is a little bit more affordable, but, like, you're you're validating the fact that it does fucking sound good, and you can get good sounds out of it, and, like you said, it's reliable, you know? So that, that that's really cool, man. Yeah, and, and there might be people that disagree with me when I say this. Oh, um, yeah. well, of course, but, there's a... <laughs> This is this is I, what I feel like is, you know, uh, nothing. I mean, a tube amp is a it, nothing. You can't get a solid state that sounds just exactly like a tube amp. Like the frequencies are different and all that. You know, plus the tube amps, the louder you go, the better they sound. I totally get that. I will say this: where I have seen that tube amps really shine is like hard rock, like ACDC or any kind of blues. I feel like tube amps really stand out more versus a solid state when people are playing that kind and are looking for that natural overdrive feel mm -hmm. but with metal and distortion and granted again i know like if you got a laney Ironheart amp and you know it's those things are tube amps they sound incredible but you can get still an incredible sound out, out of a solid state especially like i said i got a, a boss st2 uh, power stack and i was also using a metal metal zone before that both those sound incredible going through the solid state orange amp. Um, and then also I will point out for a half stack, I have a Behringer half stack that has I bought used from a friend of a friend. And supposedly it has Celestian Silvers. Uh, he said something like that. I still have to take the back off and see exactly what model Celestian speakers they are, but they are aftermarket speakers. And so that thing can really handle the orange amp full cranking so it's it's loud man it has a great tone um and yeah so i mean just for anybody out there listening i mean you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars for for this 
this is where I, the the opinions will come in for this genre because really there's pedals these distortion pedals nowadays are so advanced you can come really really close to getting the sound you want like out of a tube amp from a solid state hell yeah hell yeah man well, I mean, I play too, you know, and my favorite fucking tone that I've gotten so far is a metal zone used as a boost pedal. Like, I keep the distortion all the way down, just turn the level all the way up, keep the fucking tone at at, at 12 o'clock, and, you know, just use it just as a boost into a fucking solid state fucking distortion, and it fucking sounds great, man, you know? And, like, yeah, man, I mean, fucking Dimebag used fucking solid state, you know what I mean? Like... What the fuck? Yeah. Dude? And hey, that's why I said, look, you know, if he liked it, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And and at that orange app made me a firm believer. Like I was like, okay, this is probably what Dime was was saying. Like he, you know, because well, he had like a, a scooped mids type deal going on, and I think those solid state. Uh, it was a solid state Randall. I think he was using right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, I mean, he had EQs and all kinds of stuff. Like I, so do I. I have an MXR. I should also say that I have an MXR ten band EQ. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all you need, man. You can do it. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, you probably wouldn't even need the EQ, but I like, like I said, I like having the treble a little bit higher uh, to, and then the other guitarist being a little bit on the lower side, so that way we kind of even each other out, and and it sounds good. So, um, but yeah, man, I think I think those metal zone pedals, you know, over the years got a bad name because. <laughs> Yeah, they did. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If if you take the time to to take, you know, because their 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 knobs are like stacked on each other, so you got a knob on top of a knob, you know, like there's a lot of things you can do, and if if you understand what does what, you can dial those things in very well. Oh yeah, and it's great. But here's where the bad name comes in: is people, you know, it. I, let's say a 10 year old kid just bought it and has never heard distortion in his life and wants to make a YouTube video about it, goes and plugs it up and just cranks the knobs. That's not going to sound good, you know? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. But if you dial those things in and, dude, they sound fantastic. Uh, you can make them sound terrible if you want to, to each their own, I guess. But if you take the time and, and do it right, they they can sound however you want to make them sound. They they can they are so versatile. And I and I I work at a music store, man. I tell people that all the time. It's like, look, you can't go wrong with this if you're looking for a distortion pedal because you can adjust the level of distortion, the mids, everything. So yeah, yeah. If you if yeah, actually, I was gonna say also if you use that as your primary distortion signal and just run it into like the effects loop of an amp and just bypass everything, just let that motherfucker be the the main motherfucker in there it'll fucking do it man you know like but you gotta you gotta tweak it right but i mean like yeah you're right you know a lot of kids man they'll get it they'll get that pedal they'll put it in the front end and they'll turn everything up and then turn the gain up on the amp too and it's just like it's fucking fried man it's like yeah and 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 you know, i'm not, of course i i was one of those kids starting out but you know i'm just saying like yeah now people people I, my point was people that don't know exactly how to dial those in and just make a video about it will we'll give it a bad name because, you know, if it's up on YouTube or something, it's not it's just because a YouTube video is up doesn't mean it's a good video, you know? <laughs> so, um, but uh, what, what's that guy's Ola England, I think is his name. He's mm-hmm. the kind of the one that said, look, I'm going to tell you right now, the metal zone is not a bad pedal. Yeah. Like I remember, I remember watching that. I'm like, okay, well, let me see what he's doing. And I did it. I was like, 
yeah, this is just fine, you know. Yeah, he he did. He made a good video with it, man. I watched that shit too. Love Ola, dude. He's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, dude. I, he's interesting. He's fun to watch. Man, that was cool as fuck the other day. I don't know if you saw, but on his uh, Swolo fucking episode, he was saying that when he when he went to see Pantera, Phil actually told him that he was actually on the list of potential people, you know, for them to call to do wow. this to do this tour, and that just like blew his mind. And I know that's got to mean a lot to him, man, because you know, he's, yeah, he's really. Been, I mean, he's a huge Pantera fucking fan. Yeah, man. Well, and he deserves it, too, because people don't realize, man, that takes a lot of dedication just to make YouTube videos, dude. I mean, to, to make the quality videos he does and show that kind of dedication, like, man, he, he would definitely deserve something like that. Because, And I tell people this, dude, it's the digital era. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, like it or not, you know, evolution is a thing. And, you know, if it, dude, if it was the 80s, I tell people all the time, I would have loved to at least get a sample of what it was like to live in the 80s because – Back then, you know, you couldn't buy just single songs. You you bought whole records for maybe just one or two songs that were on them, you know. But but now that it's digital, you know, everybody's online and, and it's about online content. Um, and Ola really did a great has done a great job with that. And that's uh, that's kind of what I'm trying to do with Crazy Mad Ride. And I'm also starting up my own solo project, which is strictly I, I just plan for it to be strictly digital releases only. Um, that way, because it feeds my rock and roll. My my solo project's more rock and roll, and I'm like, I don't want to do that to Crazy Mad Ride because like Crazy Mad Ride is thrash metal, man. Like that's we're 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 metal, but um, my solo project is like just feeding the rock and roll side. But my point is, is it the the opportunities and um just the artistic side of it is endless because you can just you can release it and just and it's awesome just to see people's reaction to it. Um, just like that, man, because it's on on the internet. Just like that. So, um, pros and cons to the digital era, but that's definitely where we're at. And I guess you just you have to hop on board to stay relevant, you know. Yeah, it is definitely a different different beast, man. You know, like I grew up in the '80s, and I can tell you, you know, when I was a kid, a lot of times I went to the record store, and a lot of albums that I picked up, I didn't even hear anything on them. It was simply the album art or what I'd read about them in a magazine or something, you know, like something that piqued my interest. And when I saw it at the record store, it was like, okay, fuck it. You know, I'll, I'll get this and check it out, you know. But like once you had that money invested into it, you felt the, you had the, you had the need, you felt the need to actually listen to every fucking song on it, really dig into it, read the lyrics read the liner notes, all that shit, you know, and just, like, really dig into it. And, yeah. I mean, you know, like, so, you know, it was hit or miss. You know, sometimes some stuff wasn't as great as others, but, like... Well, they use that as a... a, a that was a lot of times, I feel like, um, I, if it was, it was either the label's idea or the artist's maybe idea or just, you know, or they just knew that in that time period, we'll make a few good songs and then the rest will just kind of get the album because they had time limits back then, you know, the labels, they, they said, all right, well, this needs to be done by this time, you know? Um, so they would write some great songs or whatever. And I feel like a lot of bands would put filler songs on there because they knew they will have to buy this record anyways to hear the hits that are on it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, but, I'll tell you though, man, like nine times out of 10, 
it was usually the songs that were not the singles like like as far as like like when i would go grab a wasp record or motley Crue or something like that it was the songs that were on the that weren't the singles that really blew my mind like it was it's funny you know like looking back on it now but i i understand like why they put out the, the specific songs that they did because they were catchy and for whatever reason you know but i mean like yeah there there's but I know well, what I know what you're saying too. Yeah, and and, and you know, let's, I I I just like to talk because you brought up one of my favorite. I should I should have said I can't believe I didn't say that to begin with. But like another big band that has influenced me that I love is Wasp. Um, and I I don't know how recent this interview was. It was probably the 2010s or possibly even recently this year. Who knows? But I saw an interview with Blackie Lawless. He was just reflecting on how brutal the labels were back in the 80s they made sure you got paid and and you made it big but man he said that the labels were were brutal so you know how much say he had versus what the labels you know so putting out that product you know it's a product you know mm-hmm. back then especially is hey we're just making a a product you know we to, if you guys want to make it we're, we're gonna put us now Wash still made fantastic music i'm not saying they half-assed anything or anything like that because they didn't but um you know, as like I said, is a lot of it was, you know, making material to fill, fill a record. You know, make sure there's a few hits on it, um, and then send it. And you know, honestly, I, like I said, honestly, I would have, I if if it was possible, I would go back in time and maybe have a sample of like five years in the '80s and see what we do in five years in the '80s versus five years now. But you know, you can't think too much like that. But just because of how different of a time it was, is like because, dude, I love vinyl records. Vinyl records, like, I love them. Like, I I collect them. Uh, you know, I got Megadeth. I actually have some Wasp vinyl records. So the '80s would have been my jam for sure. But <laughs> Hell but yeah. but hey, I, I will say this: we're gonna get some crazy mad ride vinyl records made too. Oh man, that'd be bad fucking ass, dude. First day buyer right here, man. Fucking as soon as it's announced. You got it, man. Actually, I mean, heck, dude, I'll just send it to you. You guys have the fact you guys, man, I again I'm grateful you guys chose us for the Tennessee Metal Fest, because you know, there's a lot of great bands out there that put in hard work. So, you know, and I and I'm not one of those guys that are like, Oh yeah, we're we're we we deserve this and these other bands don't deserve it. Like this day and age, like I said, digital era, this day and age is there's so many bands. So if I we get chosen for something, dude, I just I remain grateful and you know, I just continue to make badass music. Or we, we can. I should, I should say we. You know, I just because we all, all three to get of us together, man. Yeah, it, it, it's we make some pretty wicked stuff. You guys do, and, man. You guys do, and, and you make an impression, man. Fucking, and that's what you know. That that's you know, yeah. In today's age, with everything, man, there's so much all the time, man. It's just nonstop. Everybody's coming out of the fucking woodwork, fucking doing something, you know. So, uh, you know, and I know, you know, like, yeah, you don't want to feel like you're in a competition or anything like that, but like, it definitely, it helps when you have something that just stands out and it fucking stands on its own. And you guys do that, man. So big props to you, man. Yeah, man, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's 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 all about balance, you know. It, you know, you definitely there's the industry side, and then there's the art side. It's like you got to find that balance to where, you know, we 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 do need to sell. We do need to make sure people like this. So, but we also want to stay true to ourselves. Hell yeah. Well, dude, I'm about out of questions for you, man. Is there anything else you want to let the people know? 
Um, probably what everybody, uh, what everybody should say, uh, thank you, <laughs> um, for the support. Um, and, uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple music. Uh, there's probably another couple there, but, um, you know, just stay tuned with us because we got this EP coming out and, uh, it's really going to be a good one. Hell yeah. You guys got any shows coming up? Uh, actually tomorrow night at his rock music in coming Georgia. And then after that, let's see, what's a big one. What's another, we have an out of state one at, um, I can't remember the name. It's in South Carolina though. It's that one is, um, yeah, dude, there's so many, <laughs> I'd have to have something in front of me, but if you follow us on Facebook, if you follow us on Facebook, we are constantly posting gig updates um so that's the place to go so if anybody is interested just from listening to this go to facebook go to instagram follow us because we post all our updates right on there hell yeah dude well before i let you go can i get you to make us a station tag real quick yeah man uh, uh what do i what do i need to say or whenever you're ready say something like this is crazy mad ride and you're listening to metal devastation radio however you want to say it you got it, man. Uh, right now or? Yeah, go whenever you're ready. Oh, am I good, dude? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Crazy Mad Ride, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Fuck yeah, man. All right, well, dude, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us, man, and we can't wait to see you guys live October 14th, man. Sounds good, man. We can't wait to be there. Thanks for having us. Hell yeah, dude. Cheers. Cheers, dude. See ya. There you have it, folks. Crazy Mad Ride live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation Motherfucking Radio. Like I said earlier, put your speakers in your fucking windows. Put them in your front lawns. Do whatever you gotta do. Crank your fucking stereo system as loud as it will go. And make everybody go fucking absolutely insane. This is Crazy Mad Ride. Mm-hmm. 